Welcome to the Wellness Tea Podcast, where we discuss the health and wellness of Black women and women of color. I'm your I'm your host, Amber Majestic, and I'm an integrative nutrition health coach and owner of Majestic Health Coaching. And I would like to welcome my guest, Dio. Hi. Yeah, thank you for having me. <laughs> yes. Um, and then some of you may know her on social media as the Black Enneagram, um, but you want to share a little about yourself? Yeah. So obviously, like Amber just said, I am the founder of the Black Enneagram. I am um, 24 years old. I guess that's important to know. Um, I'm also Nigerian-American. I'm also Nigerian-American. So that's been mm-hmm. also a journey because I know I, I call myself the Black Instagram, like I know, like you talked about a little bit earlier when we do like the pre pre talk about like mm-hmm. blackness is not a monolith. Like being Nigerian mm-hmm. just, like, amplif- like, amplifies the fact that we're not a monolith. Like it means something monolith. different sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So Nigerian American. Um, I'm currently a law student at Berkeley Law. I'm a two L. I'm a second year law student. Um, I have my hands on a lot of things, <laughs> but Black Instagram is is like my source of joy and my source my source mm-hmm. of like. I don't know, like just creativity and like, like, it can mm-hmm. so yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you, uh, before we get started, you want to share a little bit about, um, I know what the Enneagram is. The people yes. listening may not know what the Enneagram is, but share a little bit more about yeah. the, what the Enneagram is. Yeah. yeah, so everyone describes it a little bit differently. I describe it as mm-hmm. a personality typing system that kind of explains like different ways of seeing the world, different ways of being in the world, nine, mm-hmm. specifically nine different ways of seeing and being in the world. Um, so each of those nine types have different core beliefs and core fears. Um, and mm-hmm. within the Enneagram system, it's kind of, I, a lot of people compare it to Myers-Briggs. But the thing that makes the Enneagram mm-hmm. very unique from Myers-Briggs is that the Enneagram focuses on why you do what you do. And Myers-Briggs mm-hmm. or, other, or the other type systems, they focus on like the behavior, the, out, the out, mm-hmm. outside things, the external mm-hmm. things. But the Enneagram kind of gets, it, it cuts to the core of like what you're yeah. like, what's going on mm-hmm. internally, like in your soul and your yeah. Um, and it also accounts for nuance within like different people groups. It accounts for nuance between people with different like economic backgrounds. Like I just like it, it's so universal um, mm-hmm. that when it's used correctly, um, it can really mm-hmm. like. It, it, I remember someone telling me that you know because the enneagram is so universal, you can have a white person and a black person who have the same type, and they might connect better because they have the same type. Mm-hmm. And then they, they, they connect to the people who are in their like. Um, racial groups. That's mm-hmm. only that's only when that only happens when people are using the Enneagram correctly. Yeah, correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So I think so. That's that's kind of my answer to that. Yeah, that's cool. Um, I know that uh, the first time I heard about the Enneagram, one of my friends, she, uh, uh, we met in college, but at the time we we're out of college, and she was one of my roommates. And her church did like a seminar or something on the Enneagram. And she like yeah. came home like super excited about it. Um, it probably wasn't until about a few years later that I actually took the test. And yeah, yeah. yeah and I took the test and I'm a, t- I'm a two. Um, oh, okay. Yes, I'm a two with a split. My wing is split between a one and a three. Like it's 50-50, wow. like the percentages yeah. split <laughs> down the middle. And I was like, how is this helpful to me? Yeah. Um, and every, I've, I've retaken it and it's still the same thing. My wing is like 50-50, one, three. Right. Um, yeah. But I remember when I took the test and I read it, I was like, yeah this is too much like me like i don't understand yeah. how it's like yeah. reading me like this it's very different than like right like the other tests like i've, I've taken another personality test like you talk about Myers briggs and stuff you're like okay yeah that sounds like me that sounds like me yeah. then like you do like an enneagram and you're like yeah how do you know it's, my life <laughs> exactly exactly i think a lot of people talk a lot of people like when they when they're trying to 
lot of teachers will say if you're trying to find your type, the type you feel the most like oh about, like the, the one that you feel the most uncomfortable with, that's probably your type because it's it's like it should it should feel like someone's reading your diary, it should feel uh-huh. like someone's following you around because that's like that's really what yin yang it cuts to the core of like why not just what. So I love that you just talked about that. That was yeah. that's really important. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, what is your enneagram type? I'm a one. You're I'm a perfectionist one? or a reformer. A reformer, reformer. yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like in a way that kind of fits really well with you being a law student. Like Right, right. <laughs> Which is weird because a lot of law students are not I actually haven't done the survey of this, but I've mm-hmm. seen like little survey like I've seen like one out of mm-hmm. yeah. I've seen one survey. And mostly a lot of lawyers are like sixes. That's something mm-hmm. that shocked me. I did not yeah. expect that you to would... be a thing, but I, there's not a lot of ones. Not a lot yeah. of ones in general. That's kind of yeah. surprising, but I guess it's also right. like their motive in being a lawyer, I guess. It's, it's yeah. all about the why. Like Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I'm going to get into th- my first question. What does health mean to you? <sighs> what does health mean to me? I think health is wholeness. I think health mm-hmm. is like, like I want it. When I think of health, I think of like physical, mental, spiritual, mm-hmm. like the, the whole, the whole thing. The person. Um, I think I also think of balance. Mm-hmm. Um, I think people have been saying like balance doesn't exist. Like something is going to take priority over another thing. And that's very, mm-hmm. very true. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I've noticed even the last two years, the last year and a half that I've been in law school, the thing that mm-hmm. has been, has made me the most successful is seeing my health as mm-hmm. the priority and seeing mm-hmm. like seeing that as a marker of success and not actually like the grades or whatever like mm-hmm. health is how do i feel um, mm-hmm. yeah it's, it's a it's a wholeness it's wholeness it's balance it's those things okay um and then uh usually people even kind of like with this we're talking about like health and wellness would you define yeah. wellness differently than health or mm. they see more of the same things oftentimes it's called health and wellness so they're yeah. like two. Do you view that as something different than health, or do you kind of see them together? I think I see them together. I feel like it's mm-hmm. hard for me to find a like a, mm-hmm. a line. Do you yeah. feel? Do you feel like they're the same thing? Um, yes and no. I think oftentimes, okay. like for me, still a little like sometimes when I think of health, and it may also be yeah. because my like nine to five is in healthcare. It's I it's see. a physical, you know what I mean? Right. Or, you know what right. I mean? Um, but I do think that all the other, your the mental, spiritual, emotional, mm-hmm. all of that affects your health, the physical. So it's like, oh. like, cause you can like, when you're stressed, you can get sick. Mm-hmm. You're not, yeah. you're, less, or you're more susceptible to getting sick. So like your, right. whatever's going on with you mentally, emotionally, right. spiritually can affect you physically and yeah. vice versa type of thing. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I definitely think they're interconnected. I don't, um, but I think you, for me, I think I still think of when you say health as like a, the physical yeah. aspect of it. I like, see. Okay. Um, and then like the wellness is like the emotional, physical, but that they all, right. they all were, I don't think you can separate them. Um, Interesting. It's the same thing like, like you can get an anxiety attack that affects you physically, but it's something yeah. emotional that caused you right. to like, ah. you know, it caused your chest to yeah. hurt the, the breathing. Right. You know? and so like they're, right. they're connected right. to me in that way. Yeah. Yeah. But they're, but they also have like differences. Like one is a physical and one is, but yeah. they affect each other. Okay, yes. I, I definitely believe that they affect each other. Um, okay. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, 
Have you experienced something like that for yourself? Like something like maybe like emotion, like, Ooh. especially like you're in school. Like I know for me, school yeah. was stressful. Like, yeah. Like, I mean, I think I remember when I was looking for a summer job, like mm-hmm. it was like a feeling of like fear, but like mm-hmm. the fear caused me to like not want to do anything. And so I slept a lot. So I feel like that yeah. might like translate into like some yeah. form of, like, yeah. you know, physical yeah. just deterioration, not wanting yeah. to do anything and going. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I feel like, yeah, like, I can see how, like, an emotional, you know, yeah. issue is affecting my physical like, desire to get up, you know, and yeah. keep going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That means, I, yeah, I, I can definitely see that. Yeah. And I think that's kind of when you, where you're, where kind of like a balance comes in. Like, yes. Yeah, like, yeah. a balance is oftentimes, a lot of times you don't find that balance, but I think it's important to kind right. of work towards that balance yeah yeah also I think at least for me I realize sometimes that balance looks different day to day uh, yes that's you know what I mean like yeah I may need to rest more today than normal exactly and mm. I and don't like beat yourself up for needing to rest you know what I mean yeah like yeah like some days you that's real need, you need more rest some days you can work harder right. like but find that mm-hmm. balance for you day to day and yeah and that way give yourself some grace like right right yeah i think that's important um i agree that that's helpful for me going into final season i feel like i need that reminder (laughs) (laughs) good i'm glad that was helpful Uh, um but i think that's something also i think in general um and i don't know how different this is in nigerian culture but i think for black mm, culture and and mm -hmm. like um, minority cultures that Mm-hmm. That balance is hard for us to find, and I think it's a good reminder. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I feel like Nigerians neglect our emotional health, so <laughs> like we are we are taught we are taught to neglect our emotional like well being. Mm-hmm. We don't talk about it. So we, it's in that in that in that aspect we are yeah. pretty similar. Mm-hmm. In that it's like hush hush. We don't talk yeah. about it. If you're, mm-hmm. the response to all emotional problems is to go pray or pray go about sleep. it. Like, <laughs> It's not, let's go to therapy. It's not, let's talk about it. Let's have a real conversation. No one's doing that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And it's, it's also the same. I had one of the other ones, uh, one of these other girls I went to college with, she is um, Hispanic. She's two of them. And I can't remember off the top of my head. And kind of, she's Mm -hmm. kind of the same thing. Like, you can really talk about it. Um, Or even specifically, um, like, saw some similarities when it came to just, like, being women in those cultures, how we're expected to do Mm. something like that and, like, be the backbones of our our families and, like, put our own selves aside to to make sure the family's good. Um, Yeah. That's real. Especially when you're, like, the first daughter in a Nigerian household. That's, like, Uh you basically become, like, mom number one. Number two, mm-hmm. rather. Mm-hmm. Like, you take on the responsibility. And that, I think that's where a lot of my oneness comes from, is, like, having to, at a young age, mm-hmm. kind of, like, take on the role of mother. Even though I had a mom. Like, my mom's uh-huh. still alive. Like, I see mm-hmm. my mom often. But, like, yeah, like, you just are, you're being groomed Groom. to become a wife. Yeah. You're being groomed to become a mother. <laughs> like, that's, like, it's so yeah. weird. That's, that's what they do to the first daughters. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, that might be common. <laughs> yeah. I think it, it seems... And so a lot of conversations I've had that seems to be kind of like a theme in yeah. like black and women of color communities, like right. is that women seem to be these backbones. They're expected yes. to um, kind Take of support their families, put their own yes. needs aside. Yeah. Um, and then it's just naturally keeps going that way. Like it's just passed down. Yeah. Like that's all you see yeah. in your 
the women in your right. family do. Like that's how right. you're taught to be. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think like as a one, I could tell at a young age that wasn't okay, and so I would like mm-hmm. fight against it. Like I, that's mm-hmm. like it's interesting. I'll, I'll be interested to see how uh-huh. all the nine types as black women like respond to Done. that. Mm-hmm. I think I think there are some ones who'd be like, oh yeah, I'm gonna do the right thing. The good thing, yeah. the good thing is to just do what they say. Yeah. But I feel like for me, I'm not a naturally domestic person, so that made me very uncomfortable. <laughs> like, well. Why is my older brother not helping out in the kitchen? Why uh-huh. is he not, you know, taking yeah. responsibility? So I think I think it does depend on like what is your bent? Like do you have a bent towards being that like nurturing mm-hmm. domestic yeah. person or do you mm-hmm. not? Um and I definitely don't. So yeah. <laughs> that's been interesting to navigate. <laughs> um which I also think uh my mom hasn't been typed, but I think mm. I get a lot of it from her, so I feel that she's a two as well. Um I see. it's like little things, because uh, 'cause I'm so much like her. And I'm like, you have yeah. to get it too. And I'm like, this is where I get all of these things from. Um, so and I actually, yeah, I actually joke with her because sometimes like I'll say or do something and she'd be like, oh, Amber. And I'm like, I get it from you. Like, yeah. I'm child. And she'd be like, you're right. Yeah. Like, I can't really be <laughs> mad. Like, right. Like, right. I get all I those things. I do want to say on that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do want to say on that point, one thing that's really interesting that I think if, if you're if people are trying to find out what their enneagram type mm-hmm. is, a lot of times the types will look similar on the outside. Mm-hmm. Like for Definitely. a lot of, for like for example, ones and threes look very similar on the outside because mm-hmm. they're very high achieving. You know, they yeah. they get stuff done. They're very efficient. But the reason behind why they're doing what they're mm-hmm. doing is vastly different. They're different. Yeah. Um, so I feel like yeah, you can you can look like someone else or get similarities with them, but it may yeah. be like a completely different reason why. So I'd be interested right. to see if like yeah. your mom is actually a two or if there's like some kind it's of under, like a different yeah. underneath. I, yeah, I would love to, and I've told her about the enneagram. I just haven't got okay, her good. to like sit yeah. down and do one. Um, but I yeah. am really interested to see like what her enneagram yeah. type is. Um, yeah, but I can't get her to sit down long enough to right. <laughs> to do one. Um, right. Yeah. Um, and then, um, and I'm sure the Enneagram is a part of this for you, but like, how do you show up for yourself in like a health and wellness space? Yeah, that's a good question. I think I just take on practices that, so a couple of practices I've taken on this semester that have really helped me to like show up for myself. I recently bought like coloring books and I've been like, I thought like I, I realized that coloring during class, coloring when I'm talking to someone that like mm-hmm. I'm having a hard conversation with, like it helps reduce anxiety. So I think mm-hmm. just like for me, the the practice of having like tools that are mm-hmm. that seem small, seem insignificant, but actually have like a big impact. I think also, yeah. I'm not sure how much of the pandemic that I have this influence, but like me, like I used to be very introverted, and I think that as mm-hmm. as I moved, as I moved away from my family, my family's in Texas, I live mm-hmm. in California now, and so I didn't, I no longer had that community my first year of law school, mm-hmm. and so I think I, my my like survival mode kicked in where I was like, mm-hmm. hey, we can't be ex- introvert no more. We have to yeah. be an extrovert so we can get, we need a community. We need to find yeah. people. Mm-hmm. And so for me, like one of the ways that I like take care of myself is being around people. Like that's mm-hmm. become like a, it's really interesting how much that's changed for me. Um, yeah. Being out with people, doing really wholesome, fun, like just good things with people. Mm-hmm. Um, and not, you know, just having good conversations. I feel like those are two things that I've noticed have mm-hmm. really been like healing bombs for me. Mm-hmm. The two ways that I've been like looking after myself, taking care of myself is mm-hmm. like leaning on my community and also just like little practices like Pilates or little practices mm-hmm. like uh, coloring when I'm talking to people or <laughs> watching a show or whatever yeah. mm-hmm. um, that make a big difference that I didn't think I would need, need. but yeah. are definitely essential. Yeah. Yeah. 
uh, I think it's funny you're saying that, like, coming since the pandemic, like, becoming a yeah. little more extroverted. I'm an mm -hmm. introvert as well. Mm -hmm. And so, like, mm -hmm. people, and then since the pandemic, I've been working from home and not going mm. to office. And people uh, often ask me, like, which one do I like better or do I like want, like, yeah. just being in the office? And I tell them, I'm like, it probably sounds weird because I am an introvert, but I was like, right. Being in the office forces me to be social. Yeah. Which is, as a person, I know that's needed. So I know that right. I need to show, but being an introvert, you oftentimes don't want to be around people. So like, right, right. It kind of forces you to be around people. Yes. Talk to your coworkers. And then, you exactly. know, sometimes that leads to hanging out after work. Right. So, like, right. so like, I tell people like, like, yeah, I'm an introvert and I, I, I do like mm -hmm. working from home, but like, right. I like the separation of working. Yes. Like going out of the yeah. office, like going out of my home, going to work. And yeah. Like, yeah. And then coming home and then like being kind of forced to be social because even like right now like with work being social at work it's like teams like meshing people mm. you know what i mean like there's no like our zoom but there's no like real like face-to-face -face interaction yeah. um which it was like oddly i missed this um yeah <laughs> thought I, like it's going into work in person right <laughs> yeah i never thought i'm very shocked as well mm -hmm. so i feel you <laughs> Um, and then, um, and we kind of touched on this, but, um, mm -hmm. why do you think health and wellness are essential for our communities? Or do you think it's a little different mm. from being Nigerian or? Mm, no, I think it's important for all. Yeah. I think mm -hmm. it's important for everyone. I think specifically the power of the Enneagram, since that's what mm -hmm. we're talking about today is the mm -hmm. Enneagram. The power of the Enneagram is that it's, it can heal relationships if you use it well, mm -hmm. because I think the problem, a lot of our relational problems in our, in the black community in general, mm -hmm. um, is not understanding each other. Um, but the ending kind of gives us language to be like, oh, this is why they do what they're, do they're doing. Mm -hmm. They're not doing it from a, a malicious place. This is just how they see the world. Mm -hmm. um, I think that when you when we understand each other, when we have an acceptance of like, this is just who they are. And they're not, they're, like, they don't have malintent when they behave mm -hmm. a certain way. For example, um, um, I noticed that, like, I, I obviously, like, you, the more you know, the more, the more you get to know the Enneagram, the more you'll notice which types you get along with, the types you don't. Mm -hmm. And so for yes. me, the types that I don't get along with, I've had to, like, do the work of being, like, this is just who they are. And what the, yeah. who they are is not bad. Mm -hmm. There's no better, like, not, there's not one Enneagram type that's better than the other. They're all mm -hmm. equal. They all have their yeah. issues. They all mm -hmm. have their core fears or yeah. desires. Like, they mm -hmm. all have their strengths and weaknesses. Yeah. Um, the goal isn't to, like, like the goal isn't to avoid certain types because you're trying to make your life easier. That's not going to make your life easier. And then, and I think also there's also a piece of it that's like, you can have a type like a two. People love two. People love sevens, right? Mm -hmm. But an unhealthy or an unconscious two or seven mm -hmm. um, can be very like dangerous. Like it can be very unhealthy to the person and also to people around them. Like mm -hmm. all the types have unhealthy yeah. and unconscious behaviors. Um, so I feel like for me, when I think about how the Enneagram like, can help the Black community, I think that's like, that's exactly why I created the Black Enneagram. Mm -hmm. um, so I felt like the Black community could, Black community, Nigerian community, people of color community, like they could all yeah. benefit from, from knowing themselves really well, like having mm -hmm. a, a certain level of self-awareness mm -hmm. so, that, so that they can catch themselves when they're mm -hmm. um, caught, in, caught, in, caught in a pattern of unconscious behaviors. They can become conscious to mm -hmm. the behaviors that are actually harming them and harming other people. And then not only that, that's going to, like that's going to bleed into the relationships. They're going to be able to communicate their needs better because mm -hmm. now they know what they need, right? Like I know twos really struggle with being able to name and ask for the things that they need. Mm -hmm. But then when they become, totally. when they're working towards consciousness, then they're like, oh, mm -hmm. no, like this is 
this is a pattern that I've had that's been unconscious. Now I'm conscious of it. I can make mm-hmm. a different choice. And yeah. So like a lot, the Enneagram is, is, is a lot of work, right? It takes a lot of mm-hmm. people. People use the phrase shadow work. I know it's a very, mm-hmm. yes. um, you know, that's mm-hmm. the thing for people. They get scared about that word, but yeah. I feel like the shadow work is important because mm-hmm. you have to uncover all the things that are kind of getting in your own way. And mm-hmm. when you do that, you can have more healthier relationships. And so I think, the Enneagram is a very powerful tool for like collective liberation. Mm-hmm. I think there's a, there's a book that I think I recommend this book to you by um, Chichi Agaram. The Enneagram for Black Liberation. That book is a really great starter, like starter book for mm-hmm. the Black community because she really just lays it all out there. And she mm-hmm. is just an incredible writer, incredible person. Definitely follow mm-hmm. her. Mm-hmm. Um, but her book is basically about how like the Enneagram is for collective liberation, is for collect- mm-hmm. collective healing specifically in the black community specifically for black women for everyone on it's obviously yeah. but mm-hmm. she like is focused on black women and healing within that community um and so yeah the enneagram is not i think a lot of times within the enneagram communities it's a very individualistic thing mm-hmm. um but the way that the black community is kind of taking it we want we're trying to bring back that collect that like yeah. communal mm-hmm. collective approach to the enneagram that's that's how it first started mm-hmm. um and that's how it should that's how it should be mm-hmm. it's just like using it for what it's supposed to be used for, which is collective liberation, yeah. collective healing, mm-hmm. personal healing, all of those things. So, yeah. yeah, I think it's, I think it's key. I think that's one of the ways that we have better relationships with each other, make better mm-hmm. decisions as a community yeah. um, is by knowing ourselves and then mm-hmm. understanding one another and seeing where people are coming from and not assuming malintent when someone behaves in yeah. a certain way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think I love that. Um, and I think it's mm-hmm. important, especially, um, there was another episode um, and it was actually with a, a friend of mine from college, but she, and she was a psychology major. And so we actually got into uh, uh, Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Mm-hmm. I love it. Um, <laughs> and like, and I, we, we were talking and then it's, we we're having this conversation of like, cause like Instagram essentially is like that top, part of it like that self it's the top, exactly like that it is. but then it's then yeah we were, so we were having a conversation about like as a community like where mm. are we on that higher yeah. of needs because like doing yeah. something like and i feel like even like prematurely doing something like the enneagram yeah like, yeah oof can be like and almost detrimental like you're not ready to I hear agree. and so yeah. it's like our, and so i i kind of and I don't know, I can't remember what answer she gave me, but it's kind of like, mm-hmm. I kind of asked her, I can ask you, like, where do you think as a community we may be, like, on that, like, hierarchy mm. that we need? Refresh my memory from freshman <laughs> year of college. <laughs> um, and I was actually telling her, surprisingly enough, I actually learned in English class mm. the Masaki of Needs. But we wow, with, interesting. Yeah, but we learned it with um, Their Eyes Were Watching God. And she was oh, like, wow. she was like, how beautiful is that you got to actually learn it from like a black woman yeah, perspective. Exactly. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> I love that. And so, and I didn't, at the time I, I was in high school, at the time I didn't really think of it that way. Um, and mm-hmm. I maybe also mm-hmm. be from my experience, I went, even my teacher was white, but it was a predominantly black and Hispanic school. So I don't See, think I really necessarily yeah. saw it that way until yeah. um, uh, college where, I was at a PWI and it's completely, mm. <laughs> completely different. Right. Um, right. And like a Christian PWI at that, which is a whole other <laughs> conversation. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, geez. Um, but I, but we were like, where actually do you think we like, like all these things are, yeah. even, even for me as like in health and wellness, even 
which is why I think what I do is important, but also it's like mm-hmm. how many people in our community are actually ready for something yeah, like this. That's, that's the thing. Like, that's yeah. the question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I want to say before I go into the Maslow, I think mm-hmm. that, uh, yeah, I'm in, I'm in a lot of any game spaces and we're mm-hmm. still like under, underrepresented. Like I'm yes. in these trainings and I'm still mm-hmm. working to get certified. And in these like classes, I'm like one of like maybe three, maybe mm-hmm. four yes. out of class of like 40 people. Like mm-hmm. that's ridiculous. Yeah. But I also am understanding why, right? Like I get yeah. that I have, I've had the privilege of being like, I've, I've you know, knocked off some of these yeah, things yeah. that I can even, mm-hmm. even do this work. So I definitely, I think there's a, there's a level of privilege there to mm-hmm. even be able to like do any of work that the fact that there are, that, that, that there are not a lot of black people doing it makes a lot of sense. I really, yeah. I appreciate you bringing that up. Yeah. Um, I think that, I think from my perspective, obviously uh-huh. this is a very privileged perspective because uh-huh. I am in law school, right? Like yeah. I, like I, uh-huh. I'm in a different, yeah. I think my socioeconomic like life is a little bit different, but from mm-hmm. my perspective, I think that we have, we're at love and belonging. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that that's where we're at. I don't think, I think, but I think for some communities, for some mm-hmm. subsets of black community, safety and need, safety needs mm-hmm. and psychological, physiological, sorry, physical, physiological needs are still very much unmet. Yeah. I think in general, like the general mm-hmm. community in America, I think we are at love and belonging where we like are starting to build really healthy families, mm-hmm. build, building healthy, building, building very healthy, um, Really, very healthy, like connections with each other, like friendships. Uh-huh. Um, like I feel like there's a genuine sense of like connection between Black folks. I think that the I don't know from my perspective, because I, I remember when I, this, the reason why I say this is because when I was younger, there used to be a very clear delineation made by Black people about like, oh, Nigerians aren't Black. But I feel like that's, mm-hmm. people don't do that anymore. People yeah. do not do that anymore. That's not okay. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. but I think I think that's why I was thinking of like, yeah, like we are at love and belonging. We we mm-hmm. like our understanding that we are a collective and like, we don't know, we no longer need to divide each other for like safety reasons. Like we are, we are safe. We're safer with more people. Like we mm-hmm. are more inviting with, with one another. Yeah. So I feel like that's where we are is love and belonging. Um, I think, I think I can, I can give us a steam yet. Cause I feel like, I think a steam comes from a steam feels kind of external for some reason mm-hmm. for me. Like, it's like, we are, have we reached that level of like, comparable wealth right like comparable mm-hmm. like li- standard mm-hmm. of living like have we reached that like i i, I want to say no but yeah. i do think that there are efforts being made within families like it's starting out in small little subsets like family family group i mean friend groups like are mm-hmm. finding ways to create these you know these like pockets of love and belonging yeah. pockets of connection mm-hmm. um that can lead to that esteem you know people are you know creating like black networking yeah. you know, of places for like professionals like that's, that's mm-hmm. something that we're doing but yeah. i think all of that is an effort to get to the esteem it's an effort yeah. to get to the self-actualization um so i think we're just building right now yeah um, and we're building through connection because we a lot of people you know you have their physical physiological needs or have their safety needs yeah. now they're just like how can we come together but and then, build from from there but i don't know i could be wrong i could absolutely be wrong. <laughs> um i i get that i can kind of see where you're coming from like us yeah. being that love and belonging um even in the sense like we, as a whole, especially with the pandemic and everything mm. with like George Floyd and like all these, like yeah. we have becoming more and more in a sense like pro-black, like yes. black yeah. businesses, you know? Yes, know, exactly. Being a little more mindful where we put our money, um, right, who right. we support. So I think in that sense, mm-hmm. like definitely, yeah, like yeah. We live in this love and belonging, like mm-hmm. we're trying to share the wealth in our community. Yeah. Um, and doing a lot more to like, they're even like, I know people, 
and I do it the best I can as well. When I yeah. can, I do right. like buy black. Um, mm-hmm. If there's a, you know what I mean? If, if it's something I can wait on in, in order from a, from a black company directly, I would do that. Um, right. If you're intentional about that. Um, yeah. Even in the same manner, um, I'm getting married next year and we're doing our oh, best. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we, and my fiance is the same way. We were where we can as much as possible. We would love for our yeah. wedding to be mostly yeah. like black, like getting our things from black places. Like, um, and a lot right. of it, thankfully I have a lot of family members mm-hmm. that do a lot of things. So like hmm. family members that have like mm-hmm. a flower shop, you know, or like do like mm-hmm. arrangements, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. like we're doing our best to like, where we can and when we can, like, let it be, right. like, supporting a Black-owned business for the things in our way. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, which I do love, like, you see that a whole lot more mm-hmm. now. You do, like, yeah, you do. Yeah. Um, and in that sense, we're also generating wealth for people and ourselves. Right, exactly. Um, or even since, like, a splurge of, in general, Black people starting their own businesses and, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so I think in that way, like, yeah, we're kind mm-hmm. of in this love and belonging um, and I think the pandemic kind of put us in that more community yeah. mindset. Um, right. I think it also, in a sense, like, like forced people to kind of go to therapy and deal with their issues. So yeah. They can, like, be yeah. Around people. So, um, exactly. I, I think I would agree that we're kind of in this love and belonging space, mm. but still mm-hmm. kind of like in that also like safety. Yeah. And I'm not sure wherever I, I don't, part of me feels like no matter where we are, on that we're still gonna have the safety issue for ourselves right Um, i agree yeah Hmm. which well i think it's hard you know yeah yeah which is also is i think as a community and i don't know other culture but it feels like as a whole like a community as a whole like we've always been so far yeah like compared to everyone else if you look at the like hierarchy of needs like we're like other people are like other cultures are so much farther and we're in a sense, like just getting right. started, like, yeah, like being able to get to know I our agree. goals and yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Right. No, I, 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 I appreciate that you brought that up about the safety. Like it's always going to be a thing. Like even as someone who is in, I'm, I'm not saying I'm in this self actualization. I think I just have a little bit more permission to be in that space yeah. than mm-hmm. others do. Yeah. But even as someone who has permission to be in that space, I still all, constantly constantly mm-hmm. worried about my safety yeah. all the time like i don't yeah. i don't like, i got anything also because i'm a smaller like like thinner black woman like I, i'm always afraid of like who's gonna snatch me today like yeah. how can i like how can i be <laughs> how can i be as safe as possible like i don't yeah. go out at night i live in downtown oakland like i don't oh. like i don't i constantly feel unsafe so i definitely i definitely agree like it's always going to be an issue until like the powers that be decide yeah. that blackness mm-hmm. is not a weapon like that's that's just mm-hmm. it like yeah it's it's such a problem so i definitely agree. i appreciate that you brought that up yeah, yeah that, um let's um is there anything else that's coming to mind for you that's kind of all the questions that i've had yeah but, yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i guess i guess i would like to end by saying if you're interested in the enneagram send me a dm i have like resources tools i typically don't recommend people take tests because tests you can often like lie to yourself or just you know, mm-hmm. not really know i think self-awareness mm-hmm. is like a big thing with yeah. taking enneagram tests mm-hmm. so the recommendation is always either to read a book that um mm-hmm. read a book that talks about all nine types 
or just read up on like small descriptions like on a website mm-hmm. about them and then whichever one feels the most prickly the one like, whichever one makes, one makes you makes you feel the most uncomfortable is yeah. likely your type um i know there's also a thing called like typing interviews or type like getting mm-hmm. typed by like a type like an enneagram professional i don't know how helpful that is i personally do not do that mm-hmm. um because it's just hard to tell when you're not the person sense, like it's just hard yeah. to type someone else when you are not living their life for them yeah um mm-hmm. so i don't I, personally right now i don't see value in getting like going mm-hmm. to a type session with someone i might change my mind on that but i feel like right now the best bet of finding your type um is reading a book or Thinking of type descriptions, and you might get it wrong. A lot of people get their types wrong the first mm-hmm. time. Um, you might if you take if you take the test when you're in a state of stress, um, mm-hmm. that might affect it. So there's so many there's so many like moving parts. But if you need yeah. these resources, just DM me at the Black Enneagram. Um, I also have a website, the Black Enneagram. BlackEnneagram.com. I have not updated it in months, but it's <laughs> it's there. It exists. Okay. There are there are some resources there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like I, I think that if you are, you know, if, if you feel like you are in a place, I think what you said about, you know, it may not, it may not be the right, like a, the healthy thing at, at mm-hmm. some point to learn about the Enneagram because it can be very invasive. Um, if you feel like you're at a place where like, okay, you have a steady job, you know, your life is kind of stable. <laughs> I guess that might, it might be, <laughs> it might be a good time to start thinking about, you know, yeah. your underlying, mm-hmm. you know, desires, yeah. underlying fears and how that's affecting your life and how, mm-hmm. like how your life can be made better and be improved through a tool like the Enneagram. Um, I think also if you're looking for like black Enneagrammers, I have a long list of black Enneagrammers who you can follow. Um, Instagram is still predominantly like, you know, Instagram, like the Enneagram Instagram space is still predominantly controlled by, not controlled, but like yeah. dominated by like white women. Um, so if you are looking for people who look like you, who do this work, um, hit me up. I have a list. They are amazing. Some people are kind of like myself who do like kind of silly, like surface level work. And there are other people who do very serious deep work. And so mm-hmm. whatever, you know, varying levels you are interested in with the Enneagram, I have those people ready to help you. Um but yeah, that's, I think that's it. That that's all I have to say. All <laughs> right. Um, well, thank you so much for joining yes. me. And then, um, is there anything? All right. That is it for this episode. Um, and I hope you guys come back and listen. Yes. Stop this. <laughs>